This is your moment. Your moment to move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change, offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead, so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. In the story of the birth of Jesus in the Bible, we can often overlook the gravity of the situation that his mother Mary faced. There she was, a teenager, engaged to be married to this guy named Joseph, suddenly pregnant by the Holy Spirit. This was a huge scandal, and Mary probably faced a lot of gossip and shame from her community. But one of the people who was there for Mary was Elizabeth. So who's Elizabeth? Well, when Mary found out that she was pregnant with Jesus, her relative, Elizabeth, maybe a cousin, uh, took her in. Elizabeth believed Mary and was there for her when she needed someone the most. My guest today took this idea, inspired by Elizabeth, of taking in and supporting women who need it most and started an entire organization in order to make a difference. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of Still Being Molly, and this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, CEO, nonprofit director, community leader, or just an amazing person who's trying to make a positive impact not only through their personal life, but also with their career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact wherever you are. My guest this week is Amy Brewer, the founder of Elizabeth's Voice, a nonprofit on mission to provide dignified jobs to women and empower them to give back to their communities in Uganda and Lebanon. Without further ado, on to my conversation with Amy. Amy, welcome to the show all the way from Texas. What part of Texas are you in? I'm just uh, west of Fort Worth. Okay. Okay. So that's like, I mean, I am not a I'm not great with my geography in Texas, but it's just it's it's more northern Texas, right? Or central Texas? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So do you do you guys like get all the seasons there? Not really. I mean, we'll get like definitely summer always and then like a few days of spring and then it will blizzard and snow for a few days. So we get seasons, but it'll be like two or three days yeah. of that season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I totally understand. I totally understand. Uh, well, I am just so honored to have you on the show. And so we're going to just have you start off by doing what all my guests do. And that's by giving us the Amy 101. So tell us your story and how you got started with Elizabeth's voice. Okay. Yeah. My story is kind of a little bit. It took a big turn. So um, I went to uh, college and school and everything. I always wanted to be a nurse. And that's what I studied for. That's what I work for. And I've always wanted to uh, be a nurse to help uh, vulnerable women. And so I became a labor delivery nurse. And I always saw myself, like, ever since I was, like, little, just, like, living somewhere different, uh, taking care of women, um, and I always thought I was going to be a doctor. The minute, then it became a nurse. And then eventually I was like, I'm going to be a midwife. But I never did that. And um, I always just saw myself really just moving uh, somewhere that needed a, uh, a midwife or a labor delivery nurse and just help deliver babies wherever that was, wherever in a developing nation. 
And I, um, and I did that. I worked in a clinic in South Sudan in a midwife clinic and helped deliver babies literally in a place where there was no electricity. Uh, lots of the time we did have solar electricity, but it didn't always work. And the supplies were limited. You had to fly them all in. So it was like the experience I always thought I saw myself doing. And I really did enjoy it. Of course, it was hard, but I could like see myself doing that for a long time. And um, I was there and uh, they started uh, fighting again. This was like 2013. Uh, they started fighting again there. And we were all scheduled to fly out anyways for like the Christmas holiday. But we flew out and then I thought I would eventually go back. And I just never, I never ended up going back because it was just like, wasn't the right time and it was unsafe and I was a single woman and this, that, and the other. Anyways, that's just not the plan God had for me. So then I uh, got the opportunity to help a friend open up a midwife clinic in Mozambique in 2016. And I helped her get it off the ground, get it running. Um, It was a clinic that had been closed and had to be, that was closed a long time due to lack of funds. And she was reopening it and she was a midwife herself. So I just helped her do all that. And um, anyways, to other circumstances, that clinic closed. And so, um, but I was like, in both clinics I was working in, I just fell in love with the women that came in more and more and more. And I just really loved them. And I saw so much potential in them. And the only difference between me and them and what I've got to do in my life is um, opportunity. They were, of course, loved their kids and uh, were so smart and hardworking and I was just like looking at myself, thinking about all the opportunities I've had in my life to really, I mean, the sky's the limit to be whatever I wanted to be. And um, so I was just like, after uh, those two experiences where it didn't really work out to continue, I was just like, but what am I supposed to do? You know, um, I still care about this woman so much. And of course, what they need more than anything is a job. And so I just started mm-hmm. praying in that direction. And um and so now, uh, through some a few different circumstances, um, I've started two artisan groups, uh, one with a lady in Uganda and one with a missionary in Lebanon for Iraqi and Syrian refugees. That is kind absolutely of. incredible. What made you, I mean, I know obviously you said that what they need more than anything is a job, which is obviously something that um, I talk about all the time. It's just the importance of providing an opportunity for employment and sustainable economic, in, you know, income and or sustainable economic opportunity and providing an income and the importance of those things. And while charity is all well and good, you know, at the end of the day, a steady, a steady stream of income is really what is mo- most important. Um, you know, what it kind of seems I mean I love the way that God writes really creative stories and the way he weaves things together in such a unique way um but to the to somebody on the outside going from being a midwife and helping to deliver babies um <laughs> in developing nations to starting two artisan groups one in Lebanon and one in Uganda that can seem a little disjointed so what was what made you say you know what I have this skill set over here. Obviously, I can I can deliver babies with the best of them, um, but I see an opportunity here to really provide to create opportunity and provide jobs where they're needed most. What what made you kind of go that route? I 
Well, okay. So I was praying about maybe doing something like that, like starting a business, helping, helping these women. And I had just finished uh, working in that uh, clinic in Mozambique. And I actually went to Uganda to go on a safari because I had been to Africa several times and never went on a safari. So I was like, I'm going before I leave this time. And so um, there was a, uh, it was a chance. It was a total God encounter. There's no other way to describe it. I stayed at this uh, like uh, tourist hotel. It was like a backpackers hotel. And there was a lady there who's Ugandan who was selling the jewelry and, you know, the products that women made in that hotel to the tourists. And I can't even describe it. Like as literally as soon as I saw her, I knew she was the person I was supposed to work with. Like it just seemed like there was a light above her head. Like it was just so like it couldn't be denied like God was like, Amy, you will help this woman and you will work together. The Shekinah so, glory was like coming down. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was just like a moment. And she told me later on that uh, uh, several months before she met me, she saw my dream, uh, my face in her dream. And so what? as soon as she saw me, she had the same kind of feeling. But we were both just like, we're total strangers. So I went and I talked to her a little bit and I found out that she was trying to employ uh, single moms and widows in her community, even though she was a single mom and widow herself. Like whenever I first met her, um, you know, poverty was just overtaking her and every everybody ar- around her that she just wanted to do something to help. And she could have just like tried to elevate herself, but she was trying to elevate the women around her too, which was of course just so inspiring. But at the hotel, she she would only sell maybe one to two items a day to the people there, but um, to like the tourists. And then so we became business partners and that was like in 2016. And now we've gone from having zero full-time employee, employees. Now we have 28 full-time. So we've kind of worked together. She's uh, my business partner. We do everything, make all decisions together. And she just happened to, you know, grow up in a small village in Uganda. We had a chance encounter at a hotel. So it's definitely only God could have made this happen. That's that's incredible. I mean, and to go from zero to 28 full-time employees. Now, is that across both artisan groups in Lebanon and in Uganda, or is that just in Uganda? So that's just in Uganda. Wow. In Lebanon, in Lebanon we really have one lady who kind of works for us uh, full-time. Okay. She's kind of in charge, and then we give them work as we can. Yeah. Um, we partner with a missionary there, and she has a big uh, women's center that hundreds of Iraqi and Syrian refugees come to every week for, um, you know, Bible studies, and then they get um, some food packages like once a month. So she also had been praying a long time for someone to come and help give the women some work. Yeah. So we give them work when they can, and they use that to help, you know, supplement their husband's income or if they're a single mom, you know, it's definitely helps them out. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I mean, but I mean, the point remains to go from zero to 29 full-time employees in three years is evidence of God. I mean, that is incredible, that growth that you've experienced. Um, Talk a little, one of the things obviously that I love so much about what you're doing is I actually love the name um, Elizabeth's voice Um, but I there's a a, you know there's a story behind it and so I'd love for you to share the story of why you chose that name 
Yes. Um, so uh, Elizabeth's voice, Elizabeth is based off Elizabeth in uh, the Bible. Whenever um, Mary found out she was pregnant with Jesus, there's just a small passage <laughs> verse in the Bible that says, you know, Elizabeth was there for it, encouraged her and took her in whenever Mary was being so misunderstood at the time. And so um, that's our mission is women helping women and being there for you whenever you need it the most. I think that's just so beautiful. And um, in when I was reading a little bit on your on the Elizabeth's Voice site, um, there was one particular story in particular, in particular, one particular story in particular, <laughs> um, one story in particular that just really I feel like perfectly illustrates the power of opportunity, the power of um, what you're doing, the power of community and relationships and what the mission of Elizabeth's Voice is doing, and that is um, the She Was Hired story. Um, and there's a couple things about it that um, that I think are important to note. One, um, you shared that she's 19 from a small village in Uganda. Um, but number two, she you, you stated that she gave you permission to tell her story, but you you chose to keep her identity anonymous. Um, a few months ago, I had uh, Joy McBrien from Fair Anita on the show, and we talked about this in particular, about the importance of respecting stories, especially in kind of the ethical and fair trade good world, how sometimes stories can be exploited. And um, and the power is taken away from someone to be able to tell their own story and the importance of making sure to get permission to tell a story and making sure to empower that that person that, you know, that woman, that man, that child um, with the ability to tell their own story in their own way. Um, And so I just I want to say that I appreciate that that's something that you noted um, that 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 her story was given with permission. Um, but you even still chose to keep her identity anonymous because her story doesn't define her. Um, and in so many cases, these stories don't define these women. Um, but anyway, I, I wanted you to just kind of tell that story of, of this woman. And because I think that the she was hired story really does encapsulate everything that Elizabeth's voice is about. Yes, um, definitely. Thank you for saying that. We've tried to be really careful of keeping that in mind. And I always ask them permission. And now I've I've worked with these ladies for so long, they feel like, you know, sisters and mothers and everything that every time I ask, so can I tell people about this or can I share this on online or whatever, your story about this certain thing, they get annoyed. They're like, yes, Amy, it's fine. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> because um, I asked them so many times because that is so true, right? I would just hate to think anyone would think I would exploit anybody, you know, for a sell because that's so far from the truth. Um, anyways, yes. So the She Was Hired story, my business partner in, uh, in Uganda, she is an amazing woman. She's so caring. Um, like the she's known as like born again, but the Ugandan word in her community. Like if you're looking for her, you go and ask. Uh, for her by that name, like born again, which I think is so amazing. That's just how she's known. So one day she was walking in her uh, in a little village there, and she saw this girl crying on the side of the road who was like really young. At the time, I think she was 18. Um, and uh, she was just crying and obviously like having a hard time. 
And Evelyn just like saw her and just felt like God was like, speak to this uh, lady, to this young woman. And so Evelyn stopped and sat next to her and just asked her what was going on. What was the story? And basically, you know, she was an orphan who didn't have the opportunity to finish school at all. And so she had no way to make any money. She had no job opportunities. It was her and her brother and her brother was in the same situation. And so, I mean, so many times that when you have no way to make money and you need food and you need a place to live, um, you just resort to uh, prostitution because that's really the only option. And I just hate to even think because she's my this girl is my friend. I just hate to even think she was in that situation at any point. But um, Evelyn heard her story and saw what was happening and said, no, uh, this is not going to happen to you. You're now my daughter. You're now part of Elizabeth's voice. And that's how she was hired that day. And she is the first to show up at the workshop every day, even still. Um, we uh, Evelyn taught her to sew. Evelyn um, taught her to uh, like make paper beads, all the beadwork, and she's done everything. But what she really loves is, is to sew. And so now she has a full-time job, and she's really just living a totally different life than um, she would have if uh, God hadn't intervened on that road that day. I'm going to take a quick break from my chat with Amy to thank our sponsor of the show, and that is No Issue. No Issue is the online platform for designing and ordering custom, sustainable packaging for your business or brand. Now, what I love about No Issue is that they have low minimum order quantities. So this is great for small and large businesses. They have worldwide delivery in three weeks or less for free. And you guys, sustainable packaging does not have to be ugly. So they have an entire team of designers ready and willing to help you. Everything is compostable, recyclable, and all of their paper products are FSC certified. So if you are a small business, large business, medium-sized business, whatever size business, and you need packaging, shipping materials that are beautiful and sustainable, look no further than No Issue. Visit noissue.co and use the coupon code PURPOSE15 for 15% off your first order. Now back to my chat with Amy. I think we sometimes take for granted just the importance of of having someone who is advocating for you, who is cheering for you. Um, I mean, that is it, that is a thing that just transcends cultural <laughs> boundaries. It doesn't matter what country you're from or what culture you're from. Um, we just our innate human nature is we need to feel like we belong. And we need to feel like we're a part of something. And so um, that picture is just is just amazing. And I just love to hear that story of transformation um, through, you know, two very simple acts by just bringing someone in and loving on them and, and providing them a job. I mean, two relatively basic things that I think sometimes yes. we just we take them for granted. I think it's just a really beautiful, um, a beautiful story and really important to share. Yes, thank you for bringing it up. I was happy to share it. So what is your sort of long-term vision with Elizabeth's Voice? I mean, obviously you're three years in, you've grown immensely in that time. What do you sort of see yourself doing over the next, you know, the next three years, the next 10 years, 13 years, and, and so on and so forth? Yes, well, it's just been learning and growing and adjusting 
um, every step of the way and figure it out. Um, but I think that our main goal is obviously sustainable work for the women. But then uh, we've also, uh, last year, I think, yeah, it's been a year and a half now, we started a hospital uh, visit uh, program where um, the ladies in Uganda, they go up to like the underserved hospital and bring like just basic soap, tea leaves, Bibles, uh, laundry detergent, toothpaste, all that kind of stuff. And they pray and they visit. So they uh, every Tuesday they do that. And um, and then also uh, the ladies in our um, that live, we have two different locations in Uganda, but the ladies who live way out in the in the small village, um, they found like 12 vulnerable children that um, needed to have school fees paid for them. And so we were able to raise money for that. And then the women said that they'll make sure on school breaks and school holidays because it's all boarding school there that they'll uh, take care of the kids and make sure they're fed and send us updates and all that kind of stuff. So I think our vision, my, my vision and all the women in Uganda's vision and Lebanon is to uh, just work together to better their communities and the ways that they see that they would like it to be. So we are a nonprofit. So basically how it works is we, um, for, we do take donations and those are kind of used for the hospital visits and the school fees and things like that. And then also, of course we sell products and the, that kind of, all that money goes to making future product orders for them and kind of sustain the business side of it. And so, uh, about four or five months ago, we started a, a subscription box, a fair trade subscription box. And our goal is to um, grow that and use the profits from that um, to fund all of our work. And so we've gone from like mainly online and like in, we do all kinds of events and sales and we'll still do that. But our focus now is to grow the subscription box because that's what's going to be sustainable. You know, it's like we know month after month we can be able to make this order because of that. So it'll be able to help us plan. And then eventually, you know, of course, buy uh, products from other groups that are doing similar stuff to that just to make the world a better place for as many women as we can. I love that. That's uh, that's just such a great way to kind of continue to provide um, or to have work for the women. Um, and it's also connecting. It's, it's creating that bridge between the consumer and the artisan, which is so important as well. Um, are you, I have to ask, are you still practicing uh, midwifery in any way? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. And people always ask me that. And it's always just, uh, everyone's always just so confused. But I and think I've like fallen off the deep end, I think. But because I know nursing is like one of the most stable jobs in the world, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah. And of course, I like, I have it in like a couple of years just because I've been focusing on this. And, you know, I can always go back and fall on it. But I was just like, hey, at this time in my life, I'm just going to really focus on this and try to get this going. And, um, you know, because this is not just about me. It's about what the women need. And my goal has always been to help like women, you know, that really need it. And I just saw a greater and bigger need. Like my mindset went from, oh, I can go over there and be their nurse and do this for them to, oh, I can go over there and hire them and give them a job. And then their children can become nurses or doctors or lawyers or teachers, whatever they choose to be. And so that's like, 
my mission now, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That is so, so good. I love that. Um, Amy, you really are an inspiration to me. You're an inspiration to, I know, a lot of people. Um, thank you for the work that you're doing. Um, before we transition to the get to know you round, um, I would just like for you to share, you know, how can people connect with you and sign up for the subscription box, things like that. Yes. So uh, our website is Elizabeth, elizabethsvoice.org. Uh, and then our subscription box is called Hope Mail. And so you can go to elizabethsvoice.org slash Hope Mail and you can find out all the information about that. It's only uh, $14.99 a month. So we wanted to make it very affordable for anyone who wants to, um, who really wants to support and sees the value and handmade and artisan made and all that kind of stuff and supporting women. And then you can follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Elizabeth's Voice. Awesome. All right, Amy, this is the portion of the show where we transition just a little bit to just ask some kind of fun, lighthearted, get to know you questions. So (laughs) are you ready? Yes. All right. Um, Number one is what is your guilty pleasure? Uh, My guilty pleasure... Maybe, oh, it's definitely for sure, uh, The Bachelor and Bachelorette. <laughs> Me too! Me too! <laughs> sure. I couldn't think for a second, but like, I don't know if you know uh, the podcast, The Popcast. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. gosh, I love Knox and Jamie. So I started listening to their uh recaps of the bachelorette and they totally got me on the path of watching it to know what the heck they're talking about (laughs) yes it is really it's mindless it really is it's so so terrible but also so amazing at the same time i so confession i have seen every season of the bachelor and bachelorette since it started Oh, wow. Except for the only season I did not watch was Colton's season. And okay. I, I don't know why. I just didn't like Colton as a bachelor. And I was like, I'm boycotting this. <laughs> I'm not watching it. But it's the first season I didn't watch in like, I mean, how long is that? Like almost, what, 18 years or something like that is really embarrassing. Um, like I remember watching Trista and Ryan. They were like the first bachelorette. To get married, Trista was the first bachelorette to get married. I remember watching their wedding on TV when I was in college. Like, <laughs> that's so funny. This is incredibly so... embarrassing. So I feel very well, like you just, dedicated. If you watch a video of the Finch jump. That's all you need to see. Exactly. I, I kind of like kept up on it via social media, but I was like, I am not devoting my time to this season. I'm boycotting it. <laughs> Right. So, oh, well, it's That's fine. so funny. Oh, it's really embarrassing. Okay. Uh, question number two. Um, who would you most like to sit next to on a 10-hour flight and why? Oh, that's an interesting question. This is going to be a totally out-of-the-box answer, but uh, I would say my little niece, Lexi, because she lives in Hawaii. And she is so funny and I never get to see her. So to have her next to me on a 10 hour flight and just get to talk to just her would be amazing. She's 10 years old. (laughs) I love that. That's so fun. I mean, people always say like Michelle Obama or Oprah or sort of like Ellen. And I'm like, no, that's awesome. That's that's really great. I know. I know. That's probably like a a crazy answer. And I have two other nieces that are uh, eight and four. But if I only could pick one, I'd pick the older and then the next 10 hour flight. 
I pick Mila and then Priya. I like it. I like it. I'm, I am down for that. Um, are you reading any books right now or listening to any books if you're an audible type person? Um, yes, I just started um, uh, Jess Connolly, You're the Girl for the Job. A book and it's really good so yeah. far I'm only about a third into it yeah she's she's great I love her I love her yes. I actually have her. her writing always makes me makes me cry yes it's just always like that's what I needed to hear I know it's exactly what I needed to hear um exactly. yeah I do I do that too it's okay um don't feel bad because you're you're right <laughs> along with me um okay and then my last question is what I ask all my guests and that is what does it mean to you to run a business with purpose um, it just means to make an impact in the world beyond just yourself and um, just make sure that every person along the way is being tra- uh, treated fairly and with uh, dignity and that people not only not only the makers who are making it are feeling empowered and with a purpose, but also the people purchasing are feeling empowered and have a purpose as well. That's beautiful. I love that. Amy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing your story. And thank you for the work that you are doing with Elizabeth's Voice. Thank you so much for having me. It was so it was so awesome to be here. I'd love to know what you loved about this episode or something that you learned. If you do, let me know on social media. You can find me at Still Being Molly or at Business with Purpose Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to use that hashtag Business with Purpose Podcast. Thanks again to our sponsor, No Issue. Check out noissue.co for all your sustainable, customized packaging needs and use that coupon code PURPOSE15 for 15% off. As always, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. If you're a first-time listener of the show, welcome. Don't forget to check out the archives for past shows featuring so many incredible people who are changing the world with their businesses. And if you're a regular listener, thanks for your support. Don't forget to head on over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it now, Spotify, or basically wherever you listen to podcasts and click that subscribe, follow button, whatever it is. That helps to make sure you never miss a new episode of the show. And if you have a moment, would you leave a review. Leaving a review really does help me to know what you're liking and how the show is impacting you. This episode is edited by my amazing husband and executive producer, John Stillman, with support from Kelly Dalton. And the music is by Mark Killian of Third Wheel Media. Thanks so much for listening. Go do something good with purpose on purpose. Purpose.